This intro usually takes about 10 seconds, which is about two times longer than anybody really listens to the Uncle Jimbo Sideshow. <coughs> and welcome to this episode of the Uncle Jimbo Sideshow. Uh, Today we have John Jones, the technology doctor, uh, for a second visit, which is always exciting. Uh, Have a great time with John. Real lovely guy, um, even if he is wrong about biscuits. Uh, But we get a little bit into Marie Curie, or or Mary Curie, um, autism, um, all that good stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, just have a little bit of fun, a little bit of va- uh, vaping, uh, and a little bit of uh, tomfoolery, which is uh, pretty much what John and I get up to any time we get together. So um, it was fun. It's always fun. And John's just a great guy with, uh, with a big heart and uh, a big talent for helping folks with computer issues. Um, anyway, that uh, intro there was um, The Hives with um, If I Had a Scent. Sorry, my brain isn't really working today. It's uh, it's Tuesday, and um, I haven't haven't quite woken up yet. But uh, recording this intro anyway. Yes, yeah, so, so that was the hives um, with a, if I had a scent, which is uh, a great song. Um, big fan of of hives, especially when they just kind of get back to their straightforward uh, rock stuff, which is good. Anyway, um, enough of my rambling. I'm trying to keep these intros a little bit quicker. Um, Let's get over to uh, my recording with John Jones, and I will see you on the other side. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the uh, Uncle Jimbo Sideshow. Today we have with us Dr. John Jones. It's not technically a doctor, but he is a doctor of PC and technical support. He's a technology doctor, damn it. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, this doctor has got his own illness, which is a cold... So, if I speak a bit posh, then you might not hear it. Yes, you're slowing down. Sound, sound a little bit more like a northerner. So, do you suffer from the man flu? When you get sick, is it the is it the man flu? Is it the end of the world? Um, oh, I, I would like to say yes for me, but I don't get the opportunity to experience the end of the world because um, my, my partner will make it the end of the world for me if I try and relax. So, um, yeah. yeah. My, running... my wife has a very, very short leash with that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, you, you've convalesced for a couple of hours now, now shut up and get up and get about your business. Yeah, it's one of the downsides to running your own business and working from home. She can't just go hide in a room somewhere because your partner will always find you and yes. drag you back to your desk. Yes, yes. Damn it. Yeah, my, and my partner has red hair, and she's mean. So it's that's not good. I I get a couple of hours. She'll let me sleep for a couple of hours, but then after that, it's 
it's time to get up, James, and you're okay. Yeah, so. but uh, it's cool though. Having 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 the man flu is cool, um, as we can see here, blowing vape out of one nostril has it has actually a really cool look. It does. Suffer for it. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. You you do it well. I mean, maybe, maybe that's actually maybe that's a really good business idea, like nostril plugs for vapors, so that they can do these kick-ass tricks. They can be like John and blow it out of one nostril. It could be the the technology doctor with vape effects. There you go, man. I like it. I like it. I like how I like how your brain works. How you can you're. you're... <laughs> 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 you know, unfortunately, people can't see that on on uh, on the on the podcast. But no. John's blowing vape out of one nostril. Um, he's doing all these tricks, and you people are missing it. It's yeah, a shame. This. I think this is going to be the episode that really does well on YouTube. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stupid, vape, stupid vape tricks with the technology, Doctor. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So we were talking a little bit earlier. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, Mary Curie and your involvement there. Okay. So for those in the UK will recognize the charity Mary Curie. So for the... Uh, for the audience outside of the UK, let me just go into a bit of context who Marie Curie is as a charity. So Marie Curie supports people with uh, a terminal diagnosis for illness. So this could be cancer, it can be other sort of terminal illnesses where, where you have pretty much been told the, the end will occur at some point. And what they do is they have nurses and volunteers who will go and improve someone's end of life experience as much as possible. So Marie Curie don't necessarily work to the prevention of terminal illness, but more make things as comfortable as possible for those who are dealing with a very difficult challenge. So where my business is coming is, I've approached Marie Curie, uh, the charity, and I have offered to assist with raising funds. And what this means is I will um, happily give up a portion of my proceeds to Marie Curie on a monthly basis, which, as far as I'm concerned, for people who use my business will benefit from what my business offers but with the added value and bonus that what they've come to me for is going to indirectly help someone's end of life experience be more comfortable. And that's the basis behind it. Now I do have personal experience um, with Marie Curie from the past through um, my mum 11 years ago, who unfortunately passed away to cancer. But overall, her end of life experience was heightened and it, it was better than it would have been without the support. So from a personal basis, I absolutely have got every faith in Marie Curie as a charity, having that firsthand experience about how they handled my mum's situation. So business aside, I, I've got every sort of, personal motivation to raise funds for Marie Curie. So um, the 
uh, fundraising starts in January. So I'm sort of taking the time in November and December to get the deals and all the paperwork signed. Because as a business, we, we can't just go in and say, I'm going to raise money. There has to be red tape and there has to be, you know, paperwork, dots and I's, and, you know, signatures and paper um, because it, it's a legal thing. I can't just pull pots out and say, give me money to give to Marie Curie because there has to be a paper trail to make sure that everything is legitimate above board. Um, and it, it's a bit difficult. It's very time consuming to set one up, but doing the hard work now is going to be oh so rewarding in the long run. So I'd rather put the hard work in now um, because we can't just, for example, a business can't just pop up a raffle, for example, can't just say, I've got a prize, give me some money for tickets. Um, here, we have to get a lottery license to do so, especially if it's a business, um, because you're in effect gambling. So you have to be approved by a local authority to do so. So that, the, you know, so being a business, you have to do things right. And the last thing I need is the tax man coming and absorbing a large portion of um, what should be fundraising money. I don't want the tax man to get his hands on any more than he should because I want that money to go to the right place, to the right people. So put the hard work in now and in the long run, it's going to be so rewarding. That's great. That's yeah. great. I'm, I'm excited for you. And I think it's, it's, it's a great cause. Um, you know, we've, we've had friends and family members die from, from cancer and, and other terminal illnesses. And um, <clears throat> it's, you know, not only do they need services, but the, the families of those, um, of, of the people that, that suffer, um, they need a lot of services too. Um, and, yeah. and I, I really applaud people that come in um, at such a, a difficult and delicate time and, and offer, even if it's just comfort, um, yeah. and sometimes, you know, a meal or, you know, somebody coming around to just kind of hang out with, with people who are terminally ill. Um, in the United States, there's, there's hospice care. Um, I'm not sure if that's a thing in, in the UK. Um, yeah. but you know, hospice is, is end of life care. Um, and it's, it's terribly important because I mean, it's, that's a, that, and we talked a little bit about this. It's, it's, a, you know, death is a very natural thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, none of us really know what it involves and there's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of pain. There's uh, a lot of anger. Um, there, there's all sorts of emotion tied up into it. And so I, I really applaud people that, that kind of step in there um, at the end of life and, and offer assistance because it's, um, it's a rough thing. It's and especially for families. It's, it's a, it's a terribly trying time, both financially and, and emotionally and spiritually uh, and relationally. So I, I, I'm giving you a golf clap. No, absolutely. Yeah. And you raised a fantastic point there that, um, yes, um, we want to make things as comfortable as possible for those who have received the diagnosis, but the families equally, because um, when someone needs to be cared for, What's the first thing you do is you sacrifice everything that you've been used to, personal hygiene, keeping house in check, and sometimes just someone coming around for an hour to give you a chance to have a sleep, go to the shop, get out of the situation, and have your, your own space for a period of time. Because those who are going through it, 
guarantee they don't want to stop you from being a person, but they do need support. And it's a very difficult and trying time for everybody involved. So this is why support from charities like Marie Curie is so important so that everybody is supported. And that, that's, that's the whole why behind um, why I chose Marie Curie for my business to, to help. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm sure that you've, you saw the benefit of Marie Curie yes. um, and, and the benefit of the support that they offer, not only to, to the infirmed, but uh, like you said, to the family, because you know, the family's going through it too. It's, yeah. you know, it's a, a diagnosis of, of a terminal illness is it's a family diagnosis. It's, yeah. it's not just one person that's affected. It's, it's, it's a systemic um, and family wide thing. Um, no, absolutely. So. And the, the Marie Curie lines that you phone as well, um, they're not just so much, uh, you don't phone them up if you're the one that's been um, diagnosed. You can phone up as a family member as well. So they offer like a, a, a chat line for those who are needing support as well, just to hear a bit of support over the phone as well. So that's great. That's great. And, and very much needed. So well, good on you, John. I think that that's kind of a British term, you know, the, the good on you. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, man. And, and like I've said, uh, in, or like I said in our previous, uh, podcast, you know, I really, I appreciate how you, um, how you use your business to, to, you know, not only, uh, help people with their computers and their, their IT stuff, but to, to help people live a better life. And I think that's, um, yeah. Like I said, death is part of it, um, and and I appreciate you uh, reaching out and and you know putting your money where your mouth is. Quite literally. absolutely, it's, it's terrific, and it just feels good doing so. Well, it should feel good, and and John, damn it, you deserve to feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Because because you do the the sickest vape tricks, man. <laughs> It's, yeah. That's that's the important stuff in life. Just, just so. waiting for it to come out my ears now. You know, once yeah. my nose gets blocked and my mouth is blocked, the only way is either the ears or the, what's that little bit in the eye, you know, when you sneeze and it all comes out in front of the eyeball or something. Yeah, yeah. apparently it's all connected and you can, you know, there are people out there that can blow vape out of their eyeballs. Or um, conjunctivitis on the agenda. Yeah, yeah that's, oh. that's pink eye waiting to happen. Yeah, that's not for me. You know, it's... Yeah bad enough when you you sneeze and you just feel the jet of air coming out there and you look like you you've just been punched <laughs> or walked into a door or something so yeah i i try to leave that i think it's called the alimentary canal Ooh, yeah, that's the, the thing that connects it all um I, I try to i try not to mess with that too much no it's um the only thing that comes out is sleep and tears that's about the only two things that come out of them yeah yeah yeah, you know, I, I haven't cried in a while. I think maybe I need to cry soon. It's it's time. No, I can't remember the last time I did. You know, it's not that I shy away from it. I just can't remember the last time I ever needed a a, a cry over something. Um, but yeah. I yawn a hell of a lot, so they, they certainly get worked, you know, so they're, they're not dry by any stretch of imagination. Um, yeah, I, I yawn a lot myself. It's, yeah, so... I enjoy yawning. So, yeah. Cool. Well, if you're ready, we'll get into these five big questions. 
Absolutely. Ready right. waiting. This is, these are prepared specially for you. Um, this is going to be grueling. Um, so just be prepared and, um, you know, try not to take offense at any of these questions. So. <laughs> Ready and waiting. All right. Question number one. What is your favorite type of Facebook post? My favorite type of Facebook post. Oh, what do I like the most? It can be one that you enjoy reading more or one that you enjoy posting more. I like funny meme shares. My favorite ones are meme shares who um, I don't necessarily have to relate to it or understand it, but I just like people sharing funny things. Um, I think my favorite meme of all time has got to be the Kermit teacup. You know, we'd come into the window sipping tea, and it's normally some form of sarcastic, I told you so. Um, they are my favorite. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I like the the meme where uh, Kermit pulls, it's actually a GIF or GIF, where yeah. Kermit pulls up in his car and looks over, and there's, you know, a gangster rapper in the car next to him, and they, yeah. they speed out. That, that, that one kills me every time. There's something about Kermit. Yeah, uh, Kermit's cool. You know, it's um, not so much Miss Piggy, but Kermit is is awesome. Yeah, Kermit's great. He's um, he and he throws a great fit. That's yes. that's what I always really liked about Kermit. Is he really when he lost it, he really lost it. Yeah, it's just the way his, his arms just like everywhere and yeah, just going crazy. It's, yeah, but, I almost you know, did that this morning when I found out that my magenta background has been taken away. From yeah. <clears throat> but, so I saw that. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I'm really upset about that. I got to post all my magenta crap from my phone, and it's really inconvenient. Yeah. So, what uh, are you going to do? One, did Kermit originally come from Sesame Street? Uh, no, he was from the Muppet Show. That was what it's from. Yeah, the Muppet Show. I couldn't remember. It's um, trying to think back to my youth now. I know Sesame Street and Muppet Show. They're both puppet shows, but I couldn't remember um, which one he came from originally. But yeah, I don't. I don't think he was ever on Sesame Street. I don't no. think. I, I don't remember, though. I mean, I, I watched Sesame Street as a kid, but that was in the 70s. So that was a long, long, long time ago. But, yeah, I think Kermit was – he was a Muppet, and that's yeah. kind of a different – Do you know what? There is, there's not enough Big Bird memes. Yeah, you know, I think Big Bird memes would have been awesome. Yeah. Have you seen the, the awful Bert and Ernie memes? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I, those those make me laugh. Um, Bert and Ernie and the Count, um, especially. If if anybody's listening to this, go out and and search for Big Bird or uh, Bert, Ernie, and the Count terrible memes. Yeah, you'll come up with some real gold there. So, and and I'm not responsible for butt hurt. If you no. can't take a if you can't take a Sesame Street meme, you got you probably don't need to be on the internet. Yeah, it's a Sesame Street meme is your your ticket to just offend the shit out of people because you're not allowed to be offended at a Sesame street or a Muppet show meme, you know, just yeah. not allowed to. Yeah. I, I had no idea that Bert was such a racist. <laughs> Do you know what though? I, I like some of the cookie monster gifts um, that you see in posts as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So now, now you're, you're making me want to get out and, uh, and drop some, some sick gifts on people. Yeah. I think we're going to have to just create a post after this. Yeah, absolutely. The the gif off. So, all right. Question number two: um, What percentage of computers that you service are actually running optimally 
Oh, wow. How many times have you walked into a client, sat down at their computer and thought, I don't need to do anything? An honest figure, I would have to say, is about 5%. Um, with technology, there's kind of always something that can be improved upon, but it's rare to actually come across a computer that has got everything it needs under the hood. It's just down to user management is why it runs slow or doesn't do what it needs to do. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of the time is you're going to businesses and they are, they've either been flogged a dead donkey or a dead horse, however you want to say it from a previous supplier or whatever claiming that this machine is the dog's bollocks and um it turns out not quite because one one upgrade later on windows and the it's kind of gone a bit shit so um yeah and then that question honestly kind of stemmed from the other day when you know mm -hmm. i've got this new laptop this yeah. ridiculously powerful laptop and it's doing the stupidest shit and and you were able to come in and kind of you know, just poke your head in for a couple of minutes and fix some stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's a brand new computer. It's a brand well, new computer. You would think that you turn it on and it would fly like, you know, a jet, but. Yeah. Um, when people buy new computers, there's, there's a term in the IT industry that we use called bloatware, um, which is pre-installed software that is designed to attract sales. Hmm. So it's like free antivirus, try this product, um, click on this button to get something, you know, eBay and Amazon have already got their links present on Windows 10, yeah. um, but it's not Microsoft that put those there. And a lot of the time, it's not necessarily the manufacturers that put them there either. Every company who puts their image on a machine will be being paid money by the likes of Amazon and eBay and McAfee to get their stuff on that machine. Um, because I've, I wholeheartedly don't care what anyone says. McAfee is only popular because they pay lots of money to be at the forefront when someone buys a computer. Yeah. So when someone doesn't really know what they're doing, they'll just click on the thing. Oh, I need this McAfee. So they'll get a subscription. Guarantee you, though, by the end of that year, they're canceling. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. It, it yeah. really is. I, again, brand new computer and just the garbage that was installed on it. Yeah. is is unreal. But I mean, for for the record, I would say if if anyone's listened to this who um, is in the market for a new computer, here is some golden advice for you to look for. So step one always buy a solid state drive. And this can be an acronym of SSD um, or MMC hardware, um, EMMC. And what, what this means is that you're getting a storage device inside that computer that's 10 times faster than the old whirly clicky drives that you get um, in places. And the second one is... Um, don't necessarily buy new. A lot of suppliers these days sell what's called refurb or nearly new, but they are manufactured refurbs. 
Um, I sold a computer to a client today who come to me with a uh, £900 budget saying, I want a computer. I don't really care what it does. Just give me a computer. He says, okay, what, what are you using it for? Well, I like to keep in contact with Facebook. I might you know, go on a BBC website and send some emails. So I'll come back to it later on. All right, I've got a 200, £264 computer for you um, that will do everything you need. She says, well, why was this company wanting 600 quid off me? Because they can, yeah. not because it's what you need. And she went, oh, that's a lot of money to save. She says, so you know what? Get yourself a brand new monitor as well. Get yourself a really nice monitor on top. Here we go, £400 later, new keyboard, mouse, monitor, Wi-Fi, so she can put a PC wherever the hell she wants in the house. And she's absolutely over the moon. She's just like totally saved her money. Yeah. I still get my margin from it. You know, it's, and um, she wants me to come fit it. That's great. You know, it's a bit of extra margin, but because I actually listened to what she was telling me that all the value was there, it wasn't value on how much she saved. It's the fact that I completely blew her apart with value. Um, And like this guy totally has my best interests. And, um, so off the back of that, I just before I close today, I get a phone call from another person who wants to buy a computer from her recommendation. Yeah. So it, it sells itself. Be nice and do the value. So always go solid state. And yeah. if you oh, can yeah. go refurb, you know, if, if looks aren't important, go refurb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and SSD, I cannot go back to a regular hard drive anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I think that's when I think it's called the NMV or NVMe SSD. So it's supposed to be even faster than a regular SSD. Yeah. So they, they, there's a new, new, new type of SSD coming out all the time. And um, the one thing to avoid though is hybrid disks. They've got SSD yeah. and mechanical built in. Because when that thing breaks, you can't put it onto another image. Yeah. Because you, you, uh, you can do but it's very expensive and time consuming so you're better off having them separate if you can do yeah um but if in doubt you know look for the details in the show and feel free to ask me questions yeah absolutely and 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 seriously if uh if you have any questions hit john up he dude knows his shit it's um you know i've worked on computers for ever um but it's it's always good to have some some backup and john definitely yeah, like in the story, John doesn't—he doesn't try to upsell you. And that's, no, um, I I appreciate that more than than you can imagine, John. It's no, absolutely. It will. I, I love having a, a reliable tech support guy, even if that tech support guy doesn't really know what a biscuit is. Well, you know, we can't win them all, can we? Even if uh, you you guys don't know what scones are, it's it's a trade off. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it, absolutely. I, at the end of the day, people are people. They shouldn't be messed about and they're not cash cows. You know, people are, have got needs and wants of their own. And if I can make that a bit easier for them and make them happier, that, that's good enough for me. Well, and, it, and it's better for your business. Well, yeah. Money's residual. Money just comes naturally when you do things naturally and in a, in a real good way as well. Well, I, I think it's giving, you know, yeah. if you're, if you're willing to give, you will get returned. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, you, you, there's no other way to put it. You know, if, if you play, 
if if you are generally the nice guy and you don't just pop a facade for people and pretend to be a nice guy because you're going to get tired of that shit and then you're just going to be a real cop. Um, but if you and if you not, and you will get found out. Yes. You know you can you can parade as the nice guy all you want to, but unless you're really a nice guy, at yeah. some point it falls apart. It's, no, absolutely. It's, it's um, honesty. Honesty is kind of important. Yes. You know it, it's you get found out eventually you can you can only be honest about being honest yeah so, i like that 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 maybe that'll be the tagline for the show yeah you can only yeah. be honest if you're honest yeah you can only or, be honest. you can only be honest about honesty that's it yes cool so. all right question number 3 and i think i might know the answer to this but i'm i'm hoping you'll blow my mind uh what fictional character would you most like to be ooh Fictional character would I most like to be? Ooh, this is a good one because um, I would have to say I've got two. Um, for any of the audience that watch anime, um, there, there is an anime character and his, his name is Ainz. And he's, he's a bit of context. We, we all know about MMOs, multi, uh, massively multiplayer online, right. things like Warcraft and stuff. And the general context is he's, he's playing this game, something happens, and he's absorbed into a new world. But before being absorbed into new world, as a proper person, he had max level and everything overpowered stats. He's gone into this new world, and he's just totally overpowered. He, he's not meant to be there because he's a complete anomaly to the everything going. Um, if it was an anime character, that's who I would want to be only because his personality reminds me of mine. He's kind of a, he's a, he's a nice guy, but he kind of doesn't understand what's going on. And he kind of just plays with it. And there are some things that you think he's not being a nice guy, but it always turns out he's doing things for the best part of what he believes in. So it's his personality as to why I would be that, with some really awesome overpowered abilities. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, for, for an audience that people probably would recognize, I would love to be Doctor Strange. I just think that'd be, be cool. Only, only because I like the idea of being able to either time travel or just you know wave your hands about and the orange fireworks coming out. You know, it's just really cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, um, so Doc, Doctor Strange would probably be my ideal fictional character, probably because he's a bit sarcastic, a um, bit of an introvert, you know, kind of doesn't like company. And that's probably along the same lines as me, except I, I can be social, but I do like sitting at home in my own space with my own um, interests. And that's probably why I relate to Doctor Strange more than any other fictional character. See, I would have, I would have either pegged the Joker or Spider Man. You know, the Joker, mainly because I've seen you dress up as both. So yeah, um, Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, it's the Spider Man. Waffle Man. Spider Man sells Waffle. But it's um, the Joker. I would love to be the Joker, um, but only only because it's the Joker. Um, 
there, there are a few characters I would love to be. You know, Joker, Doctor Strange, um, Mad Hatter, you know, from um, Alice in Wonderland as well. And yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so... Um, but overall, Doctor Strange, absolutely. All right, I like that. And it's, and it's Doctor, so it's perfect. It, it just... You're you're just a branding genius, dude. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all about doctors around here. It's, yeah, um, it's good stuff. All right, uh, number four. What? Oh, yes. For for the people not watching the video, John is now clearing his nose and wiping snot from his mustache. So, and and he's also forgotten to unmute himself. Yeah, no, no. I have oh, now muted myself. I I muted <laughs> so that people didn't need to hear the the horrors of of this office for the for the last fifteen seconds. Yeah, it was it was uh it was not a pretty picture and this I, I won't be publishing that part to YouTube. Yeah, sen- censored. You know no, nobody needs to see that. So, so that that's for the premium payers, you know, the the, the um I, I I wouldn't call it X rated, you know, S rated for um yeah, blown nose and yeah. byproducts and <laughs> it's not ready. You can say snot on this show. That's that's all good. Ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question number four. What's the dumbest tech support call you've ever gotten? <laughs> oh wow, okay. Um the dumbest tech support call. Oh I would have to say um I've had so many over the years, but I'm trying to think of a real golden one here that people are probably going to be able to to relate to and laugh to. Um, you you found some pound notes inside of a computer, didn't you? Yes. No. I, okay. Yeah, we'll go with that one. The pound notes, right? Uh, well, it wasn't pound notes. It was it was twenties. Oh. Um. It it was it was twenty. Yes. So, um, I had a phone call from a guy who had bought a a, a computer from. Uh, if I remember, it was a car boot sale or secondhand, some some sort of, you know, exchange for a secondhand machine, and he was using it. So, um, I get a phone call to say that his his machine was blowing out, you know, smoke from the back of the you know, back of the box, and it was really burning. It smells like it's on fire. That's never a good sign. Luke. Yeah, T- turn it off. You know, disconnect it. We'll we'll, we'll come over. You know, stick it outside or something. You know, just get it out of the house so it doesn't ignite or anything else. So um, we get it back to the workshop, and you can still smell the the char from inside it. And like, oh, like, you know, it's um. So we we've we've sort of opened it up, and I've, I've cleaned it out, and it just it. We knew there was some paper or something inside. We you know we we knew that. But then we, we, you know, we put power on once we'd cleaned it all out on the inside and tried to turn it on it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely gone. You know, this machine had completely black on the inside. Um, so then I was, I was kind of sweeping up all the, 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 the crap that had come out onto the desk. And I recognized um, kind of, it looked like the edge of a, of a note. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I've picked it up and I've kind of took a, I've taken a, a couple of notes out of my pocket at the time and out of my cash tin. I was like, that's a 20 pound note. And um, I, I've taken a closer inspection and there was a, um, you could see the the burn. There was like this perfect 
um, rectangle where we pulled it off the inside of the thing, I was like, what's well, sellotape? And, oh, that, that, that looks like an envelope. And it, it turned out that there had been a, like, quite a substantial amount of cash inside this box. And where he'd been using it continuously, heated up inside the machine. Um, because he hadn't had it cleaned or anything. The back of this machine was caked in dust. You know, we thought it ignited because there was like no airflow. I mean, this thing was a carpet at the back. It was, it was, it was a mess. And um, it was literally, um, it heated up so much inside and with the airflow going round and round and it just, you know, decided to, um, we don't, I, I, I don't think it actually caught fire but with the heat, it started to smolder the paper. And when he cut the power to it, it stopped the airflow and the smoldering continued. But overall, I, I can guarantee you the, the amount of black paper that came out that had been burned up was probably uh, quite a few notes inside the machine. So... When I broke the news to him, that's when he told me where he had got the machine from and he bought, I said to him, guarantee you someone stuck money inside that machine, probably because they were hiding it for a good reason. You, you've kind of, uh, you know, he's bought it because of someone's cleared a relative's house and they just got rid of the machine because they didn't want the machine, but nobody cared to have a look inside because you don't, you know, when you sell a machine, you don't think, oh, I'm going to look inside in case there's rolls of 20 pound notes sitting inside this box. And no. So he could have bought himself a really nice computer with a really good hidden secret inside. Yeah. And um, in the end, he lost out on a lot of money and the computer because it was a write off. It wasn't brand new, it was quite old computer anyway. But yeah. Always get your computer serviced. <laughs> and, and don't stash your shit inside of a computer. No, not paper anyway. You know, it's uh, certainly not paper inside a computer. Yeah, I, I actually, um, I had a, a Mac G5. I used to work only on Macs. And I had one of the big aluminum towers. And it was nice because it had the little door on the side. It was really easy to get into. And there was a lot of space in there. Yeah. I stashed... Um, let's just say some medicinal products inside of there at one point and totally forgot about it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I had been sitting on the shelf for two or three years. And, uh, one day I was like the guy that uh, worked downstairs from my office, uh, came up and saw it and was like, yeah, you want it, you can have it. It's, you know, it's just, it's sitting there collecting dust. You, you may as well take it. And he wanted to run, uh, actually a world of Warcraft server from it. So he, he took the computer, yeah. took it home and, Get started getting it all hooked up and he you know just on a lark opened up the side and realized that you know uncle jimbo had stashed something inside the g5 that uncle jimbo should not have stashed inside the g5 and and oddly enough i forgot that it was in there so yeah, you can kind of probably one, imagine what it was but um, i bet that was one hell of a land pie yeah he yeah he yeah he, he played the hell out of some world of warcraft for a while yeah, yeah. Yeah, so supplies and chips and drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, the computer that that costs you more in Doritos. Yes. Forget the Warcraft subscription. You've got Dorito shares going on now. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that was that was 
my stupid story with stupid computers, but, but let that be a lesson to you, kiddies. Do not stash things inside of computers. No, and uh, if you ever buy secondhand, always get it looked at first, just in case you're lucky. You yeah, know. I mean, you never know. I mean, I, I wonder what percentage of computers out there that are sold secondhand actually have valuable shit inside of them. Well, I would ever... never have thought about it until we came across that job. Um, I, I, I suppose I've just got the, the know and care that you should never have anything inside a computer that's not meant to be there. So I never thought about storing stuff inside, but clearly someone else thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, and he's probably, you know, he probably hopefully forgotten about it. He, she, whoever owned that computer in the first place, but yeah. never mind. There's somebody out there in the UK wandering around going, where the hell did I leave that stack of notes at? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story. It's a good story. All right. Number five. And this, this one, this is going to require a little bit of creativity on your part. All right. If you and I were to hang out in person, where would be the best place for us to go? And would you allow it to be recorded? So allow it to be recorded. Absolutely. I've got nothing to hide about my shenanigans in life. So that's the thing, man. If if you and I actually hang out in person, I have a feeling it's going to get crazy real fast. Yes. Um, I would have to say, hmm. Ooh, where would we go? I, I would have to think some form of, um, activity day style thing like um an event dome somewhere where you got like bowling and laser shooting and karting and stuff so it'd be a fun day out but i think we would just make total asses of ourselves um doing whatever activity it was so it'd be like a really comical fun day but it'd be even more comical about what we'd get up to during that day yeah yeah see i think that that would be great uh, there's a place here called fun depot and it's got all that it's under one roof you know it's got the yeah. go-karts and the basketball hoops and the all the crazy water crap and bowling alley and yeah and we'd, we'd end up doing like climbing wall but we'd be equipped with those blow up gladiator sticks trying to knock each other off trying to get up the right. wall first one the wall wins with no <laughs> pants on yeah yeah. See, we, and the the bad part is, Fun Depot also serves beer. So, I, I feel that if if you and I went somewhere that had all that stuff and alcohol, we may not want to record it. Well, because the, the evidence could be used against us in court. Well, as long as you, I don't know, is it legal to drink and drive carts? Um, Apparently so. <laughs> well, you know. Best turn the recording off then because you yeah. um, <laughs> court. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It's you know at our deposition they'll use our our videos against us. We, we yes, we'll we'll just have to to blur our faces out so that no court of law can prove that. What do you mean? He's wearing the same clothes as me. He just happens to be there at the same day at the same time. But you know, but same general height, the same voice. But that wasn't me. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to try and put on like a really posh accent or something. No, you're right. It couldn't have been me. I was, I was getting pissed by the bar. It's face about? makeup, man. That's that's where the Joker comes back in. See, yeah. you just you dress up as a, that was the Joker. It wasn't John. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know so. what you mean, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool, cool. Well, that's it. That was that was easy. Five questions and uh, oh, that's all good. Yeah, sometimes it's not about going. I'm Batman, but <laughs> yeah, you know, to be honest with you, Batman is probably my least favorite superhero. He's so yeah. damn serious. You know, even Superman is funny. Spider Man yeah. is funny, but Batman. I mean, come on, dude, lighten up. I guess why everyone relates to Iron Man so much because he's just like this really. Um, play around sort of rich playboy doesn't really have superpowers just a really super suit yeah and um he, he's not afraid to speak his mind yeah well I, you know batman's kind of the same way you know bruce mm-hmm. wayne is rich playboy and all this stuff but why he's so, so damn serious? buttoned up and boring yeah just why so serious exactly that's why he needs the joker yeah i think the i think batman is nothing without the joker yeah, because um, isn't isn't the Joker Batman's nemesis? Is that is the nemesis of Batman? Was the Joker, wasn't it? Yeah. Although he used to fight other characters, but it's always Batman versus Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You've, you've got to have that counterpoint. You know, yeah. you've got to have you've got to have the the lightness with the darkness. Um, and I think Batman is, you know, he's just he's so. He's so buttoned up and so normal yeah. and so by the rules that you've got to have you've got to have the crazy guy on the other side. Yeah, and no. I like the crazy guy on the other side. It's, they're so much more fun. Yeah, Super, the villains are much, always much more fun, I think, than the than the heroes. Yes, um, you know, I think a lot of the time I used to like watching superhero movies for the villain, not so much the superhero, because right. um, I. I've always been, uh, I'd like to just see a superhero movie where the bad guy wins. Yeah. You know, I, I think I would just like to see one where it really doesn't revolve around the superhero, but like really early on in the movie, the superhero loses. And the entire movie is about just how badass the villain is because he won. You yeah. know, the fact that nobody can stop him. But then, you know, you'd, you'd have to have some twist that would just hook the you know, hook the viewers, but there may be some sort of twist that the bad guy eventually becomes the good guy, but just the bad guy wins. Yeah. And then they, then the bad guy, guy goes to Fun Depot and rides you know, yep. go-karts and while drunk. And, they, you know, they, they try to arrest him for drink driving carts and he just rides over a few police officers and, um, you know, says, well, I'm, I'm the bad guy. Deal with it. You know, well, I mean, really, should you prosecute a bad guy? You know, should should you prosecute the supervillain? He's just doing what he's doing. I mean, it's just he's just being himself. I yeah, think that's, is, you know, statistically, you can't lock up a supervillain because they always get out anyway. Yeah. So why go through all that hardship and just let them go and then catch back up with them? Yeah, just let them have fun. Yeah. That's that's yeah, yeah. stay out his way. You know, it's if you don't get in his way, he's not he's not going to see you. Yeah. 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 We need to write a movie, man. That's it. Yeah. We, we need to write a movie. Cool. All right. Well, John Jones, tell people a little bit more about how they can reach you, where they can find you, and, um, and how they can uh, help you with uh, Mary Curie. Yes. Well, um, I think I actually tested this the other day. Um, if you go into Facebook and actually type in technology doctor in the actual search bar, it finds me. How nice. awesome is that? That's pretty good. Yeah, it finds me and it finds my page. Um, although I'm second down with Dr. Jones PC support. 
Um, but under people, it finds me John Jones, technology doctor. Nice. So if you're interested, go look in there. Send me a poke, send me a wave, do whatever you need to do. But please just follow it up with a message. You know how many people poke me a, a week and just don't say anything? I feel kind of abused. Okay. You know, kind of people just come by just to poke me and leave, you know, kind of, you know, give me some worth. <laughs> but, okay. um, but yeah, the poking, yeah. And, poking and waving has got to stop. This is ridiculous. Yeah. We're adults. But, I don't mind waving if someone waves at me and then follows up with a message, you know, for crying out loud, if you're going to poke me and pitch me, at least get the pitch in. So I, I know to block you rather yeah, than, yeah, you know, yeah. what, what's this person doing? Yeah. So, Save us all uh, some time and just pitch right away. Yeah. So you know, it saves me a whole load of hardship. If you just come in with a buy Bitcoin. All right. Thanks. Bye. Give me a block delete. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah. So if you want to find me, just search Technology Doctor on Facebook, or if you're on Google, just type in Doctor Jones PC Support, and I'm normally up there at the top. Or if you like a bit of funkiness, my hometown is called Biggles Wade. You can always just search PC Support Biggles Wade if you're feeling a bit adventurous, and um, I will come up there in the top three. So. And um, yeah, if you buy my shit, you, you, uh, you, you improve someone's end of life experience. This isn't the guilt string pool. This is the whole guitar, baby. But <laughs> That's but, great. <laughs> and, and also, of course, there in the, in the show notes, there will be a link to John and, and all his stuff. But uh, yeah. definitely do go check him out. And um, if you've got any IT-related, computer-related stuff, um, he's the man I talk to uh with, without hesitation uh he's 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 a shoot he's a shoot straighter he's a straight shooter uh he's a hell of a guy and um he's got a big heart and and i really appreciate that about him so yeah. thank you again john for uh for popping in and everybody definitely go check out john's stuff and and buy his shit buy yeah his shit. thanks for having me again on the show yeah any any old time man you're uh <laughs> you're, you're one of my favorites you're really you're always a joy to talk to so. We we need to start some form of, uh, you know, going about looking at people's pages and things and just having a bit of a, you know, <laughs> a bit of a trolling session, I think. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that. But I think I need to do it under a moniker. Um, yeah, I can get pretty I can get pretty ugly. And there's some really bad stuff out there. Yeah, I think we need to give people more and say, yeah, we're, we're looking at your page and we do reviews, by the way. Uh, You've got a week to sort your shit out yeah. before yeah. we come along, and uh, there we go. We we can we can intimidate people into listening to the show. Yeah, if you if you know, gotta go and comment and like and um, can I interest you in an antivirus? Yep, because yep. I'm just I'm gonna be the spammy douche. Yep, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if you don't and if you don't buy our shit, we're gonna berate the hell out of you publicly. Yes, absolutely. So. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea, man. God, yeah. We're just we are. I, I don't know how we're not both multi billionaires with these great ideas we come up with. Yeah, it's uh, no, we we definitely need to have like the JJ show or something, you know. Just um, and then when someone says, "Who's the first J?" Nobody knows. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nobody knows. <laughs> it's it's not important. James isn't my real name anyway. So, sorry, John isn't mine either. But nobody yeah. knows that yeah. unless you listen to the show. Then I've just revealed all. Uh oh, shit, dude. We 
I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on this show. <laughs> no, uh, well, my first name is actually John Ross. No, double barrel. Oh, like cool. Dallas, really. With yeah. the, with the uh, you know, the hyphen in the middle. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. Uh, yeah, uh, P- PM actually means something, but I'm not going to divulge that here. So. <laughs> I have two middle names. Oh, that's all good. Now, I, when people say to me, is Ross your middle name? I say, no, no, it's first name as well. You know, um, people who know me in Scotland know me as Ross. People who uh, know me when I moved to England know me as John. So it's kind of a, a alter ego of mine. That's, uh, it's funny. I have a, I have a friend in California. Um, his name's Paul. Uh, Paul, we'll say Paul Smith. Uh, and he doesn't have a middle name. He was, uh, his parents didn't give him a middle name, but on his birth certificate, it says, Paul, that's all Smith. Uh, <laughs> his, 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 a technical middle name is that's all. Sweet. Um, yeah. But he, he really only goes by Paul Smith. I'd be pretty awesome with a driving license. What's your name? Paul, that's all Smith. Yeah, exactly. And the officer going, what? <laughs> Are you on something, son? Yes. Have, have you been messing around inside of Uncle Jimbo's computer? Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> the driver's seat. Want to check? <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, John. Everybody go tune in to John's stuff and buy his things and give him money and uh, help, some, help some good people out. No, absolutely. And thanks for having us on the show. It's always a pleasure, never a chore. Yes, awesome. Thanks again, John. All righty. And that was my debacle with John Jones, the technology doctor. Um, be sure to check him out. He's on Facebook. He's got a website. He's got all that appropriate stuff. Uh, links and all that stuff will be in the description of the show. And um, reach out to John. Good guy. Big heart. Um, super talented and super fun. But um, anyway, that's enough of, the, of uh, my rambling uh, for the outro here. Um, if you're looking to hire me, go to jamespmgaffney.com uh, or at least go over there and just check out what else I'm doing and uh, what other sort of nonsense I get up to. Um, or go to bluedozendesign.com. That's my quote-unquote agency site. Um, and that's where you get to see a lot of my work. So, um, And while you're out there, be sure to rate and love and like and heart and upvote and share and all that stuff and hashtag replay and... You know, do all the stuff that the experts tell you that you're supposed to do on the end of a podcast. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Oops, and I just got a message there on my phone. Should have muted that one, but I didn't. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next time for the uh, next debacle. It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be uh, hopefully less me and more guests. Um, because I know that's what everybody really wants. Anyway, thank you again, and God bless. Day. No more will the tax to pay. It's like the film's gonna be